Well, in today's show, James Gunn is back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Uh, Delicious Disney Fine Dining series has been announced. New behind-the-scenes experiences, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So excited. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, what'd you do this weekend, buddy? You want to start? Oh, a lot of things. We had a ton of fun this yeah. weekend. Um... Started on Saturday. It was Started a meetup. on Saturday. Yep, we'll talk about that in show too. Yep, we will. Uh, but uh, then we headed over to the new soft opening of Hello. Now, don't they they open officially today? Right? I'm not sure when the, I can't the official opening is. I don't remember either. But the soft open. Mm. So we I'm waited. Thinking the 22nd. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, Haleo, Jose, Andres, Andres, Haleo, Haleo, over Disney Springs. Disney Springs, yep. Tapas is the theme, Spanish tapas. Tapas and paella. Tapas and paella. It was great. Yeah. We had a great time. We waited yeah. in line like all the other schlubs. Yep. All uh, the other bloggers. Uh, we didn't wait like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon like some people I know. Yeah. I feel bad for those people because like we got there at what, 5 o'clock? 4.30. 4.30? Yeah. They opened They've up been five. waiting for t- 3 o'clock, yeah, and they weren't there th- that three. far ahead yeah. of us. Yeah, no. So, it was good. It was good. Food people. was amazing. Yeah. Best dish of the night for you was the... Scallops. Scallops? Yeah. I don't know what they call it on the menu. Some <laughs> Spanish name. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in, uh, in the menu is in Spanish, which mm. is a little off-putting. Yeah. Uh, but they do have English uh, descriptions, and so you can kind of figure out what you're eating. Mm. A little bit of English. A little. Muy poquino. Yeah. Uh, the scallops were amazing, but yeah. an order of scallops is two. Two. <laughs> Hence uh, the tapas part. That was, uh, yeah, we did not do any paella, although we are going to go back on the 27th, which yeah. is International Paella Day. <laughs> and nobody there knew that, nobody which was knew. shocking. So we, we were talking about going back, and Tony and I started brainstorming, like, when can we go back? Like, on our anniversary? Do we have an mm. anniversary coming up? Yeah. And so I'm like, when is International Paella Day? Right. Knowing that there had to be one. Right. And it's March 27th. And I'm yeah. like, done. Done. So they, um, we asked. And they, they made an exception. They made an exception for us. Not because we were bloggers, no. but we just asked. Yeah. And, and Whenever we go somewhere, we're super, super nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, they made a reservation for us. Yeah. They said, they... well, we're not currently taking reservations. No, no, no. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll make it happen for you. Yeah, okay. since it's International Paella yeah. Day. Okay. Thank you. So it was amazing. <laughs> so they have the, their paella area with all their paella masters. They can only cook like three at a time. I think they're featuring two chef paellas yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. Then you can order your own paella if you're willing to wait for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or you can call 24 hours ahead. And have one made for right. you. Right. And then the other part, of, the other half of the restaurant was all the tapas, mm. which is include all their cured meats, their cheeses, uh, some cooked 
meat, uh, yeah. dishes. There's some chicken and fish. Yeah, and salads, yeah. hors d'oeuvre, tapas. Seafood. Two different bars. Mm-hmm. There's an upstairs and a downstairs. Mm-hmm. Only the downstairs was open. Right. Um, it was amazing. Our waiter was great. We were his first table ever. Yeah. So was... Ever as a server, not ever in the restaurant. Yeah. Ever. Ever, at, yeah. ever. ever. <laughs> he did great. He was well trained. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ton of management there. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Chef was not there. Yeah. None that yet. Uh, but it was great. Cocktails were good. Cocktails yeah. were super good. Yeah. This of... is a uh, really, uh, you know, if you don't know about this Think Food Group uh, organization, go Google them. Um, they do a lot of good. Uh, you know, Jose Andres, uh, I think, spent a month in Puerto Rico. Mm. Uh, he has something called World Kitchen, which is a mobile kitchen that he deploys to, uh, you know, areas that are hit by hurricanes or tornadoes or wow. whatever. And uh, they usually put people on the ground to, you know, feed as many people as they can. Wow. You know, the workers, the, you know, people that have been displaced. That's cool. But uh, I think he spent, uh, I think his team spent uh, about a month in Puerto Rico. Wow. uh, Trying to feed as many. They kind of moved it around to get to where the people were rather than trying to make all the people get to him. Right. So, uh, you know, and what did we say? Uh, The People magazine. Rated him one of the 100 most influential people in the world. So, right. says um, a lot about uh, yeah, a chef. Absolutely, uh, it's a great experience. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not the m- cheapest dinner you'll ever no. have, uh, and it's a tapas restaurant. So prepare yourself. It's not like you're walking into a restaurant mm-hmm. and you're going to walk out like, oh my god, I'm so full. Yeah. But it's it's a tapas restaurant, and you should know there the expectation is you're probably going to order three or four things, yeah. and you're probably going to share them around the table. We right. we probably ordered I think like sixteen or seventeen things among the what well, we had five six of us, six of us. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah. I mean it was a good meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us were a little hungry. Can two scallops be a meal? Uh, no, probably not. No, but like they have like <laughs> yeah. a, a. But ham. I think like we're going back and we're going to do the whole paella, the paella thing. Yeah. It's a huge. It's huge. Yeah, huge. It's, it's, it's the size. Of, it's the size of Tony. Yeah. Uh, like he could hide behind it and hide and seek. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go back. It's going to be great. Haleo's uh, yeah. a fine addition. Yeah. And they they bring out the whole paella. Yeah. Pan I'm and, to that. and serve it to you tableside. So. I'm wondering how they're going to keep it warm on the table. Uh, I think with six of us, there's not going to be anything left. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I'm telling you. Uh, oh, I will say. I'm just going to be like, come on, buddy. All of the uh, all of the areas where we were eating were really unique. Mm. The section that we were in, several of the tables had uh, foosball. Yeah, two of them. In the tables, yeah. like yeah. Uh, table hockey. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I felt like MacGyver playing foosball. Right. And uh, so it was cool. Fill, the restaurant filled up. They They controlled the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really cool. We did pop over into Pepe. They're grab and go. Uh, that's going to be a nice addition. Mm-hmm. That's tiny. That's yeah. nothing like the Wolfgang Puck grab and go. No. It's very small. Yep. Um, but it'll be cool. It'll be a lot of fun. And it yep. does feel very similar to the footprint of Wolfgang's, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs, downstairs. Windows. Kitchens right where the bathrooms were, yeah. right where they were Wolfgang. Yeah. So, you know. Feels... Windows are in the same place. <laughs> yeah. The outdoor eating is in the same place. Yeah. It yeah. Uh, it feels very it feels very new, but it also feels very familiar, yeah. which is kind of nice, mm. especially for us Disney people who like yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. So, thumbs up, thumbs down on this? Oh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. wholeheartedly. I want to I meet the chef. 
Yeah. One of these days. Mm-hmm. So there's that. All right. Um, all right. Before we go on and get into the show, uh, we do have something very exciting. Uh, as you guys know, we've partnered with Destinations to Travel, uh, and they are the exclusive travel provider for Disney Parks Podcast, and they have provided us with a few goodies along the way, and we've teased this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and we've been thinking about we're trying to figure out the best way to make this happen, and we've decided that we're going to do this. If you're planning on a vacation, we always wholeheartedly encourage you to use destinations to travel. The best way you can get there is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Right. That will get you to a landing page. It's a form. Fill that out, and then they will get back to you. Now, here's the thing. For the next week or two, we'll give them two weeks. Two. Next yeah. two weeks. Two sounds good. Anybody who fills out that form legitimately, I'm not talking like, oh, I'm just trying to win a prize. Mm-hmm. This is not for you. Okay. So we're trying to weed out this a little bit. We give out a ton of prizes all the time. This this is not, I'm just itching to win a prize. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be sincere about this. And we'll probably contact Destination Travel to make sure it's legit. But if you've never tried using a travel agency or you're thinking about coming to Disney, there's a couple things we want to encourage you to do. Uh, using a travel agent provides the best possible outcome for your experience. Now, we know a lot of you guys like to plan your own travel, and that's great. But here's the thing. If something goes wrong, you're on your own. If something goes wrong when you're using a travel planner, the travel planner can be your advocate to make sure that Disney or whoever holds up their end of the bargain. That's right. So here's what we want to do. We want to encourage you to try... Uh, destination to travel for the first time or for the next time so if anybody for the next two weeks fills out the the form for uh disneyparkspodcast.com slash the letter d the number two travel for a trip to walt disney world your name is going to be put in a raffle and randomly drawn for a chance to win two one day tickets to one of the water parks mm-hmm. here in Walt Disney World Resort. Yep. Now, again, this is not for people who are just itching to win a prize because <laughs> you're not going to. This is for people who are wanting to book travel. We're being very selective about this. We understand that. So for the next couple of weeks, if you're thinking about booking travel this year, next year, doesn't matter. Reach out and let them talk to you about this. They will accommodate whatever you need. So if you want to plan all your fast passes, they'll let you. Right. If you want to plan all your dining, they'll let you. They're just there to be your advocate and to help you along the way. They may be able to get you a better price on airfare than you could have ever imagined. They may be able to find the best rate for a room at a higher level resort than you could have ever imagined because that's what they do for a living. So go check it out. DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel. And if you fill out that form in the next couple of weeks, you may be in the running for two one-day passes to one of the water parks here at Walt Disney World. Fair enough? Sounds good to me. Fair enough. All right. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. We'll try to hit you up. Anything else, my friend? No. Then we've got nothing else to do than say with me, everybody. Get into (gasps) the The news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got some very interesting news coming out of the world of Marvel. 
James Gunn has been reinstated as the director for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Nice. Now, you may remember uh, a few scant months ago that the uh, venerable director was let go, let's say, (laughs) by Disney Uh for some, let's say, less than tasteful tweets that he posted back years ago when he was trying to get some shock and all right. out of some of the uh, some of the tweets he was posting. He's really kind of being a shock shock provocateur. Mm-hmm. And he said a bunch of really distasteful things. Now, I am not saying that it absolves him of any of that. Okay. But Disney fired him. Aww. Since his termination, mm-hmm. Walt Disney Studios president Alan Horn has met with James... On several occasions to discuss the situation, and according to Deadline, well, it's already been announced, Mm -hmm. Horn has persuaded, he's been persuaded by Gunn's public apology and his handling of the situation afterwards, (laughs) and decided to reverse course and reinstate Gunn. Does that mean they're bringing back Roseanne? I doubt that (laughs) very seriously, because there are certain things... And Lassiter? There's certain things you can make jokes about, and there's other things that you can't, apparently. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Well, let me get let me finish the news story, and then we'll get to it. Gunn's return to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 reportedly became complicated when he was brought on by Warner Brothers in D.C. to write and direct the Suicide Squad sequel. Ooh. Did you know that was coming, boys and girls? No. I did. According to Deadline, Marvel Studios has agreed to begin production on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after Suicide Squad 2 has been hmm. completed. Reports state that Marvel Studios never considered another director for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I know for a fact is complete crap. Okay. Even though there are speculations that Thor Ragnarok helmer Taika Waititi and Vice Helmer Adam McKay were taken into consideration, I know that Taika has reportedly said that he wasn't interested. Mm. So I don't know how he couldn't have been brought into the discussion and then turned around and said he wasn't interested. (laughs) But apparently that happened. So here's the thing. If you're a a comic book person, this actually is funny. Because for the longest time, one person would be writing one comic book, and then he'd be hired from DC to Marvel and back again. And that was a big thing. You know, uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis just jumped ship and went over to DC. So everybody's Mm -hmm. like freaking out because he was a Marvel guy for so many years. So this is actually fascinating. What do you think about Gunn being reinstated to, to direct... Guardians of the Galaxy 3, because I got my opinion on it. I, I want to know I, yours. I have no opinion. You have no opinion? I have no opinion. I really... I I, I think directors are interchangeable. I, I disagree with that. I mean, J.J.'s left Star Trek, and then somebody else Star, did Star it. Star Wars? Oh, yeah, Star Trek. Star I'm sorry. Star Trek, right, and right, then right. somebody else did it, and then he came back, and he's left Star Wars, and then he came back. Uh, you know, I, I, I just think they're they're interchangeable. As long as there's a good script, I think anybody can. Not all right, not anybody. Most directors that are of J.J.'s, Abrams quality, or you know, uh, Opie, or you know, Lucas, or whoever it is, mm-hmm. I think they. If there's a good script, they can direct. And good actors. Uh, you have those two components. That I statement, think that- most. Qualified directors can direct. I agree with that statement. Most qualified directors can direct. Right. But there is no way that Brian De Palma is going to create 
a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 that's going to fit into the world of Guardians of the Galaxy. It doesn't have to. Hopefully there's a good script that does that. No, no, no. Even with a good script and the same cast, there's no way that Brian De Palma is going to create a movie that's going to be like anything else that Guardians of the Galaxy has done because it's not a Brian De Palma film. We don't know. He hasn't been given that shot yet, has he? <laughs> you need to see more movies. <laughs> Here's my thing. This, this, I mean, it might be a little bit more bloody than your normal Guardians movie. That's true. <laughs> it might be a little bit more cursing in it uh, than your normal Guardians movie. Uh, here's the thing. I I think this is either mm-hmm. a little bit of a reset. Okay. The Disney jumped the gun. No, but, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. But if that were the case then um, they should reinstate Roseanne. They -hmm. should reinstate John Lasseter, but they won't. A, because they've moved on, and B, Roseanne's already said some stupid stuff since then. It's made it even worse. But what I think is really happening here is that Disney's like, well, nobody really wants to do this, and James is probably the best choice for this, Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't do it, half the cast is going to walk away. And we can make a whole lot more money if James just comes back and does it. Mm. And it works out great for James Gunn. Right. Because he's going to make a crap ton of money. And he's going to be associated with two. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he does what he did with Guardians to Suicide Squad, and they've gotten rid of Will Smith, and they've brought uh, uh, Idris Elba in, I believe it's Idris mm. Elba. So they've taken that out of the equation, so it actually could be a very good ensemble cast. Hmm. I think Suicide Squad is going to go right up there and be great. I think this is just Disney saying, you know, hey, we got to make that money, kids. Right. That's just me. Hmm. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Let's know in the uh, the show notes. Shoot us an email. Yeah. I could talk about this for hours, but let's move on, shall we? Sure. Sounds good. Hey, additional dates have been announced uh, for the 2019 Delicious Disney Fine Dining Series. Now, this is that very, very, very special mm. fine dining. Mm, yeah. There's fine dining, signature dining, and then very fine dining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were thinking about going to this, weren't you? Yeah. Are you uh, going now? To, may have to put that on. Hold. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good call. I think uh, that's a wise move. Yeah. I, I should have done it, and then I mm, would have. Too late. Yeah. Uh, the Delicious Disney uh, Chef Series is Storytelling with Food. <laughs> and I've finally seen the light guacamole. <laughs> uh, these fine dining events celebrate the culinary skills of some of Walt Disney World uh, Resort's most talented chefs. Uh, dates have been announced for 2019. All events will be held at Markham's. At Golden Oak. Oh, booyah. Now, the only time you can eat at Markham's is if you're a Golden Oak resident. So they're giving you the chance to eat in Golden Oak at Markham. Wow. So I think that garnishes a lot of, hey, let's give this a try. Uh, Disney's Upscale's residential community features uh, homes in the multi-million dollar range. Uh, Markham's is not typically open to the public and here are the events that are coming up you ready mm, hit me with it march 25th 2019 349 dollars this is a fantasy culinary and by the way that's per person 
a fantasy culinary adventure of Dumbo with Chef Michael Rodriguez of the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Nice. Then on April 29th and on April 30th, 2019, it is $399 per person. This is showcasing the Sherman Brothers culinary creations based on their movie and theme park scores with John Clark, the culinary director of Disney's catered events. Nice. I mean, do I really want to spend $400 for a caterer? <laughs> Depends on how the catering is. <laughs> I guess. That better be some fine row. Yeah. Uh, May 20th and 21st, three forty-nine per person. This is... A whole new world. Dulcet tones. (laughs) A flavor, a tribute to Aladdin with Walt Disney World's uh, resort chef, Kristen Rumbler. Then on June 24th and 25th, $349 per person, celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Lion King on a culinary journey to Africa Savannah with Chef de Cuisine, Frank Burrow of Disney's Contemporary Resort. Nice. Then, July 29th and 30th, $349 per person, a culinary tribute to the Epcot Festivals, including a selection of inspired festival creations with Epcot Culinary Director Albert Youngman. I think that's the new guy that took over, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, reservations can only be made by calling 407-939-5773. Nice. So get out there. And I don't think uh, this is like, this is not like a couple hundred people. This is usually like I think 20 people at most. It's a, it's a, I've seen the table. It's a very long table, but it doesn't see a lot of people. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they'd be able to add a lot of people at that price point. That's yeah. uh, that's a very that's a very minute list. And if you're if you're charging three forty nine a person, yeah. and you're and you're and you're charging that for twenty people, you're mm. making seven grand. Yeah, that's seven grand. Mm. That food ain't going to cost seven grand. That yeah. chef time ain't worth seven grand. Mm. This is making bank, baby. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, hey, next is our trivia question. We didn't have one last week because we were doing the contest, so this the week the trivia question's back. Yep, yep. Uh, in the movie Toy Story, we're still on the Toy Story trivia, sorry. <laughs> in the movie Toy Story. When, when does this movie come out? Uh, uh, July. You're going to stop this at some point, right? <laughs> at some point. <sighs> killing me. Oh, killing me, Smalls. When Guardians, uh, when uh, Galaxy's Edge opens up, we'll go to Star Wars trivia. Anyway. In the movie Toy Story, where does Buzz Lightyear say he was made? What country? China? Yeah, pretty close. One would think that. But you're incorrect. Okay. If you know the correct answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I played the, I'm playing the game. <laughs> I didn't give you the wrong answer. <laughs> you gave me the wrong answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. I should have said Mars. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow, I even had you believing. Uh... Oh, I forgot. I forgot. It's been a yeah. while. It's been a week. Oh, my God. I'm not yeah. tired. I am so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Johnny. I thought it was China, too, at first. And then I was like, China? I had to think. I was like, well, maybe it's not. Yeah. That's too obvious. Yeah. Well, it's it's a different, you, you know, back 20 years ago, 
It wasn't China. It was some other place. Yeah, it was Mars. It was Mars. It was Mars. Definitely Mars. Hey, guys. We just got done doing our Patreon show, uh, live Patreon show. Every Monday night that we do a live recording, uh, we do a show just for our patrons. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. We've got uh, free shows. We've got special video content. We've got great uh, offers and amazing rewards. And we've just added a brand new show that you can't hear anywhere else except for Patreon. It's the Extra Magic Hour. It's where Tony and I sit down and jaw jack about whatever's on our mind. I mean, we could have talked about uh, Guardians Galaxy. Well, I would have. Mm-hmm. It would have been a very boring show for you. <laughs> uh, but that's the kind of stuff we do. Like when Tony and I are just sitting around talking about Disney, we just put a mic on and we record it. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that you're going to hear soon with brand new intro and outro by our buddy... Jay at Hidden Gem Productions. Ah, that's right. Uh, so go check that out. Patreon.com slash Disney Parks, a podcast. Uh, but just know if you want to be part of the Extra Magic Hour, it's a $5 or more commitment. So just mm-hmm. just to be honest with you guys. Uh, are we still running the contest? No. We're not running the contest? Contest is gone? I probably yeah, should have taken that early. out. Probably should have taken that out of the newsletter. Yeah, it's going to come back. That's okay. Uh, Disney's added a behind-the-scenes experience for... Rivers of Light. And Here's the river. Here's uh, to, the boats. to Backstage okay. Magic Tour. Actually, this isn't that, that bad of an idea. That is the most, up until they open Star Wars land, that is the most uh, advanced audio animatronic on the planet. Mm. Uh, the Walt Disney World Resort offers a plethora of backstage tours, and one of the most popular is the Adventure by Disney Backstage Magic. If you like having a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to bring the magic to life, you might like knowing that special access at Disney's Animal Kingdom's nighttime spectacular Rivers of Light mm-hmm. is being added to the show. Wow, nice. And here's the 17 months it took to try to get this off the ground, and then we scrapped it. We threw this together in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Guests on the tour will take part in a backstage uh, visit uh, during the daytime, of course, where they'll see the hidden marina where the animal and lotus barges are prepared for the evening's performances. Guests on this tour will be among the first to see the inner workings and learn the mechanical and technological secrets behind this amazing show. It's a boat. It floats. It floats on track. It's <laughs> the same thing every night. We're, we're fans, Disney. We really are. Guests will also have a new private lunch at Tiffin's, mm. which will be uh, featuring a very special menu along with hearing insider stories about the creation of Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Uh, I would love for there to be a um, backstage tour for Avatar. That's correct. Yeah, that's what I would like. And a backstage tour of the Yeti. Yeah, no, no comment. So I can figure out how to unplug them. No comment. (laughs) I'm I'm tired of giving Joe Rody crap. It's never going to get fixed. All right. Uh, next up, hey, the Whispering Canyon Cafe at Disney's Wilderness Lodge debuts with updated skillets. Yeah, finally. They took them off the menu for a little bit. Yeah. There was an uproar. Then the skillets came back. A little bit. And now they're changing them. <laughs> do, do you not learn from your mistakes? Make up your mind, kids. Make up your mind. So the fan favorite uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe uh, at Disney's uh, Wilderness Lodge added some brand new lunch and dinner skillets. And very soon, breakfast skillets. Well, we've had those. Yeah. We'll get I, new ones, I, though. Yeah. Uh, the new signature lunch skillet is $24. It 
It's served with maple chipotle barbecue, slow-smoked pork ribs, mm. uh, barbecued pulled pork, and citrus herb chicken. Chicken? Chicken. The new traditional dinner skillet at $33 comes packed with oak-smoked mustard barbecue beef brisket. Mm. I wonder if they have a real smoke or if it's a fake smoke. I don't know. I would think they probably have a real smoker. I would think so, too. It's not that expensive. Yeah. Uh, maple uh, chipotle barbecue, pork ribs, slow-smoked pulled pork, mm. and citrus-served chicken, and Western-style sausage. Sausages. <laughs> then next up, uh, I scroll too much here. Did you do? Uh, uh, the pig dinner skillet is $33. The pig. Which includes the Western-style sausage, braised pork belly, maple chipotle bacon, pork ribs, and slow-smoked pulled pork, and mustard barbecue piggy wings. Piggy wings. Piggy wings. So those are like pig ears, maybe? Wow. <laughs> Other options include the land and sea for $33, which is house-smoked salmon, citrus-served chicken, vegan sausage, and charred portobellos. Now, all, all right. right. The vegan meal for $33 includes the maple chipotle barbecue, jackfruit, okay, spicy vegan sausage, mustard glaze, beefless tips. I love when they use the word beefless in vegan things. Mm -hmm. Fake meat tips, (laughs) herb brushed chicken chicken. Chicken, chicken. There's that chicken, chicken. 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 Remember when that debuted at the uh, uh, Food and Wine Festival? Yes, I do. Actually, it was all I the remember. rage. Yeah, mm, that's, that's not quite accurate. No, but I, I mean, mean it's all the rages. Yeah, people we wanting to try it, and they've uh, flocked away from it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. horrible. Yeah. All skills come with an assortment of sides, which might include might include coleslaw, green beans, corn, carrots, mashed potato, or roasted potatoes, plus cornbread, honey, butter. Uh, in addition, new skillets, uh, the cocktail menu has been updated as well. Oh, yeah. With some new libations, including the Bourbon Cowboy. Yeah, buddy. You had me at bourbon. Yep. Beginning March 26th, try one of these several new breakfast skillets, all which come with Mickey Waffles. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. The Heritage Skillet has country potatoes, hickory smoked bacon, scrambled eggs, Buttermilk uh, cheddar biscuits. Mm. The carnivore skillet uh, features house-made smoked ham, uh, hickory smoked bacon, port sausage links, oak-smoked beef brisket, scrambled eggs, buttermilk cheddar biscuits. Mm. And the other lighter options, if you're not looking to go into a food coma before you even get to a park, (laughs) is a side breakfast skillet with a bincher. Bincher, Maselli, egg whites, and spinach frittata, turkey bacon, turkey sausage, uh, country potatoes, fresh fruit, yogurt, plus a Mickey waffle. Well, that's different. So, yeah, so skillets are back. Ring the dinner bell. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Bircher, uh, muesli. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, Disney Vacation Club to raise the per point price at 
Copper Creek Villas and Cabins. Oh, yeah. Who didn't see this coming? Mm-hmm. The Copper Creek Villas and Cabins opened back in July of 2017 as the 14th Disney Vacation Club property uh, and the second at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, with Boulder Ridge being the first. Oh. Uh, in less than two years' time, the resort is 85% sold out, according to Disney Vacation Club. In fact, they expect Copper Creek to sell out completely within the next couple of months. Wow. Additionally, the price per vacation point to buy into DVC at Copper Creek is set to increase from $188 to a point to $210 per point. Nice. On June 1st of 2019 or before, as always, DVC reserves the right to modify prices at any time without notice, hence the or before. Yeah. If uh, Mr. DVC wakes up and goes, raise the prices, they'll raise the prices that day. Yeah. It's kind of it's crazy. If you own there and the price is going up, well, then your investment has paid off. Yes. It, has it, though? I mean. Yeah, because I, I, I think they were selling for less. So if you buy your points and, and they raise the points, mm-hmm. then you're spending less money per night for points. You're spending less points per night. Mm-hmm. The same amount of points, but they're costing you less financially. Yeah. yeah. But if you sell your points, that's where you make your money yeah, back, right? Yeah, right. After you've invested all the time and energy and paid all your dues and yeah, your fees, right. and like yeah. you never get caught back. No, up. you never, really you never, ever, yeah. ever, ever. All right, Star Wars fans, uh, this is not Galaxy Edge news. Dang it! Close. It's a sister of it. Yeah, it smells like the brother, but it's really not. But it's the sister. <laughs> Uh, they announced some Galaxy Edge uh, panel announcements for the Star Wars Celebration Chicago event, which is coming up. Yay, Chicago. So a whole ton of new information on Star Wars Galaxy Edge was revealed last week. Actually, what was it last week or the week before? Whenever. It was released. Uh, we've also learned that Walt Disney Imagineering and members of Lucasfilms are going to be sharing even more details and more stories about the upcoming land during a special panel taking place at the upcoming Star Wars Celebration Chicago event. So, if you need to know before you go, and you have to be there, I would book a ticket and get out of here. Yep. Get on a plane and get to Chicago. Uh, the Bringing Star Wars Galaxy Edge to Life at Disney Parks panel will take place on Saturday, April 13th, and will feature a revealing discussion no, I'm, I'm just shaking my head at it. Discussion about the immersive land and how guests can live their own Star Wars stories when Star Wars Galaxy Edge opens May 31st at Disneyland in Southern California, and then on August 29th at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Disney uh, Parks blog also shared that there might even be a few surprises in store for folks who attend <gasps> during the session. They love to do that. Yeah, they love to put that teaser out there. Oh yeah, of course. To make you feel like the FOMO, you know. Oh my gosh, Harrison Ford's going to make a visit. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. Uh, the event takes place uh, April 11th uh, through April 15th, 2019. Tickets are still available for Monday only. Only Monday. So only Monday. Be warned. Only Monday. Be warned. All righty, everybody. Well, Walt Disney World's. <sighs> Do I even have to read this story? Walt Disney World's increased the theme park ticket, Mm -hmm. park hopper add-on, and premium parking prices. Mm -hmm. 
Seems like just yesterday I was reading the same story. <laughs> might have been. There have been a couple of price increases that went into effect uh, recently in Walt Disney World. The guests might ought to be aware of. The following increases are effective immediately. To option The option to add the park hopper to a one-day theme park ticket has increased Ooh. to $60, up $5 from $55. Right. Two and three-day three day tickets are now $70. They used to be 65 And the four-day to 10-day tickets are now up $80. They used to be 75 bucks. The price for adding the Park Hopper Plus option remains the same at $80 for one day, $90 for two and three day, and $100 for the four to 10 day tickets. Additionally, there's been a charge in the price of preferred parking. The cost is now, holy, seriously? Mm-hmm. Stupid, but... Idiots. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay, let me go back. Hang on. I want to be positive about Disney and I love Disney but this is ridiculous the parking fee for preferred parking which actually only helps you in one theme park that's right maybe Animal Kingdom but definitely Epcot mm. maybe Animal Kingdom not Magic Kingdom yeah not studios right now not Hollywood Studios now yeah maybe later which I don't think so mm-hmm. is now $45 for the regular season Mm-hmm. Peak season will remain at $50 per day mm-hmm. instead of being $50 for all days. Mm-hmm. The pricing for non-preferred parking will remain unchanged. That's mighty nice of them. <laughs> Finally, the date-based ticket prices have shown an increase in one-day tickets and multi-day tickets as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney's still working on the specifics currently and will add... Uh, and talk about the details as soon as possible. We'll be able to talk about that. Uh, there has been no change in the lowest price ticket, which starts at $109 for a one-day base theme park ticket, yep. depending on the time of year that you go. That's right. Last October, Walt Disney World Resort introduced a more flexible ticket model mm-hmm. where theme park prices were de- were varied. Flexible uh, for them. Yes, depending <laughs> on the date a guest chooses to visit. Disney's mm-hmm. new date-based tickets and pricing is said to... Uh, help spread guest attendance throughout the year. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. A four-day base theme park ticket starting on July 4th will now cost $9 more per day compared to previous pricing. A one-day base theme park ticket from Christmas Day to New Year's Eve, one of the busiest times of the year, will now cost... I can't even read this number. $159. Mm-hmm. And you bet your ass... If it's a day that one of those Halloween par- or holiday parties is happening, mm-hmm. it's still going to be 159 bucks. Oh yeah, and you got to get out at seven o'clock. Yeah, sorry about the cuss word, guys. Which this 159 dollars is an increase of 30 dollars from the previously published pricing. Yeah. Uh, I'm hearing a rumor that this is not the only increase going to happen this year. I have, nope, I've heard it's going to happen before the holidays again. I think they'll have this announcement right before Star Wars Land opens. Probably. They'll have to. Probably. Uh, they've already raised the pass holder prices. Now we've got the one-day tickets. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's just its crazy. Do you remember when we did this show many years ago and we were discussing and debating mm. what's going to happen when Disney crosses a $100 barrier? Mm. You remember that? $100 uh-huh. per day mm-hmm. ticket? Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> They've crossed it, stepped on it, ran it over, backed it up, ran it over again. <laughs> buried it in the backyard, dug yeah. it back up, buried it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, there's some news about some permits that were uh, filed for Guardians. Uh, what? Coaster over in Epcot. Uh, a permit recently filed with the state. <laughs> the state of Reedy Creek? <laughs> Suggest that we could be seeing some massive projection, projection do- domes, if I can speak in English, in the Guardians Galaxy roller coaster experience coming to Epcot in the coming year. These permit lists fabrication and installation of show screens at the address of Universe of Energy. You don't need to know. Nor do you care. The interesting part is the contractor. Spitz Incorporated. <laughs> the Pennsylvania-based company describes themselves as the world's leader, leading supplier of dome screens and lists such as turnkey planetariums, full dome shows, uh, precision-manufactured architectural domes, and uh, structures. So it's just like, you know, Pink Floyd Planetarium. Or Led, remember oh those back God. in the day? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so I think I'm thinking like Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack in a dome. You know, I'm thinking. Because remember, the ride vehicle can spin around. I think this ride is going to be something like we've never seen before. That's and what I, they I said. I can't believe I'm saying that, and I really you're using mean it. Disney words now. <laughs> I believe this will be the first time in forever. It will be unlike anything we've ever seen That's before. Seen before. before. Seen before. Seen before. As for what exactly this could be, uh, we're looking forward to Spitz's previous work and renderings to paint the picture of massive immersive domes. Spitz Incorporated prides themselves on the technology they call Nano Seam, which promises a seamless projection experience. Another interesting aspect of this permit is its expiration date. Listen, they all expire on the day the thing is going to open. We know that. Uh, This installation uh, permit is uh, due to be completed on June 30th, 2020. That doesn't mean that the roller coaster will be ready at that time. We all know that. Uh, This is just when the work is supposed to be completed for this dome installation. Uh, Disney still officially says that the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster won't open until the 50th anniversary in 2021. Wow. There's a lot of aspects to this thing we don't know yet. Yeah, it's a lot we don't know. You know, we know the coaster prototype they're thinking about. We know now there's domes. We know there's some kind of launch thing. We know the queue is going to be the old building, and they built the other show building. We know there's a slow section and a fast section. We know there's a slow section and a fast section. That seems to be the MO now for all their coasters, Mine Train, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, Why Would It Stop with Guardians. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Listen, I hope they have a preview for it so that we can get to go on it once. That would be the only time. (laughs) Uh, Here's my two cents, and we'll call it And I, I also like that it's, you know, you can get in, you do it, get out, and yeah. be gone. Yeah. Uh, I had a chance to ride Slinky Dog for the first time a couple weeks ago. First time in forever. <laughs> it was it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, it was tremendous. And that was a, a short ride that I watched be built from the ground up. Mm. And it was great. 
and this Guardians of the Galaxy attraction looks to be even bigger and better and badder. I cannot wait for this attraction. I don't care. I don't care if it was themed around strawberry shortcake. Well, let me. Ask, I would ride this ride. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Mister uh, Sc- Scary Pants. Okay. What if we got the Disneyland version, which was the Tower of Terror version? You don't like the dropping thing. I wouldn't ride it. I'd ride it once to say that I did it. I probably wouldn't ride it. I just hate the fear of falling, man. Mm. I just hate that feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? No. All right, my friends. Well, as we come to a close, we want to make sure that you find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Not only will you find us there, you'll also find all the links to our great friends and sponsors, as long as our show archives, our blog uh, posts as well. And you can find a link, DisneyParksPodcast.com, slash the letter D, the number two, travel, for our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, make sure you find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney podcaster join us monday nights at 8 30 when you can watch us live over on the youtube make sure that you subscribe and hit the bell icon so you can make sure that you catch all of our videos whether they're live shots like we're about to do in a second or their video content that we're putting up there and last but certainly not least join us will you over at patreon.com slash disney parks podcast because we don't want you to miss one moment of the extra magic hour from tony and myself And with that, my friends, we're going to premiere the brand new closing song that Jay from Hidden Hidden Gems Gems did for us. And if we don't see you online, we will see you in the park. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc., are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 